MC Lobshire, the host of the Cash Linger podcast and also the president and chief wealth and investment strategist of Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate cash flow banking, also known as infinite banking, with their business and investments. If you're interested in learning more about how we create strategies that integrate cash flow banking and investments to turbocharge them, you can access a video series at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas, MC Laubscher here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. And in today's show, we're going to look at how you can get into the investing game and get ready to level up your life. I'm joined in today's episode by Paul Thompson. Paul used to have a corporate a day job. Now he's a full-time real estate investor who loves to help others find their way. Paul is turning his personal story of securing 20 deals in his first 18 months of investing into an inspiration to others. When Paul realized that the perfect time to start investing was never going to come, he jumped in. Now doing about three deals per month, Paul is able to help himself as well as helping others build wealth with passive cash flow. Are you an investor looking for passive cash flow but don't have the time to explore your options? Discover Real Estate. It's the best option for passive income that savvy investors have been turning to for years to generate income and build wealth. But the reality is real estate investing takes expertise, market knowledge, and time. So what do you do if you don't have the time or market knowledge? Discover how many business investors have found a way to generate cash flow from real estate investing. Their secret? They partner with proven private real estate investment funds. Four Peaks Capital Partners have created a system that allows accredited investors the opportunity to invest in undervalued assets to generate passive income and capital gains. Invest with the cash flow experts and sit back while Four Peaks does all the work. Call Four Peaks Capital Partners at 877-5-INCOME. That's 877-5-INCOME or go to privateincomeinvesting.com. An offer to buy or sell securities is only made by a private placement memorandum. Prospective investors must read the PPM in its entirety before making an investment decision. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, MC. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Yeah, sure thing. So I, I was in uh, corporate America for about 17 years. And about 15 years into it, I just felt very unfulfilled. And one summer, I was at the beach um, on, and we, were, we finished a vacation and we were driving back from Gulf Shores, Alabama, back to Little Rock, Arkansas, where I live, which is about a 10 hour drive. And I was just kind of down. I didn't, uh, I couldn't write, quite put my finger on why I was so down. Um, and after talking to my wife for uh, on this you know, very long 10 hour drive back, I realized that I just was really irritated and uh, that I couldn't stay a little bit longer, that I had to go back to work. My, my wife didn't work. She was a stay-at-home mother. Uh, my kids were out of school for, for the summer, and I had no flexibility to 
stay another week. I had the money to stay another week if I wanted to, but I had to go back because I had to check back into the office. I had to check back into um, the, the corporate handcuffs. And it just really irritated me that I didn't have that flexibility. And I kind of, I think I was becoming aware that how vulnerable I was, that I was a single income family and I was vulnerable to potential layoffs or uh, being the company I was with being sold. And so I just made it a point to find some way out of the, of the rat race so that I could um, have some sort of other additional sources of income. And so I, I doubled down and I, I at first looked at all kinds of different things before I went into real estate um, as an investor, I considered buying a, um, a franchise and I considered starting an insurance agency. I did all kinds of research, but everything I did, I couldn't help but feel I was just going to buy another job. And so I realized that I could buy single family properties, um, learn, earn a little bit of cash flow, and I could inch my way into it. I didn't have to quit my job and take a leap. I could work my way into uh, more cash flow and work my way out of having a job. And I think there's a lot of listeners that find themselves in a similar position. So this might be a great, great uh, topic and uh, conversation for them to listen to, to inspire them. So how did it all start? Did you put a plan together? Share uh, your escape from uh, corporate America. Sure thing. So the, the way I did it is I, I knew that I had a knowledge gap. And um, it really, there's kind of four things you need in order to be a successful real estate investor. And, and one of those is knowledge. And the, and the other, and so you, it's knowledge, it's time, it's credibility, and it's um, money. You need one of uh, one or all of those four things to make the first step. And I knew I had a huge knowledge gap. So I doubled down and I went to I listened to every podcast, one of them being yours, um, or actually, I don't think yours has started yet, but it's one, others like yours. And as yours came on, I started listening to it too. And I can, I just surrounded myself with as much material around um, uh, cash flow producing income as possible. I think in the subsequent three years, I attended like 30 different conferences. I read tons of books. And so what I did is I started in, but after I learned something, I would put it into action. I would, I would test it to see if the theory that, that somebody or the, the, um, somebody put forward was accurate. And so I bought something like, uh, 10 properties within the first, uh, two or three months that I started. And I think in the first year and a half, I bought 18 properties and then uh, I've slowed down a little bit now. And I, I have about 25 rental properties, which is my foundation for the income that I have. So I no longer have to have a job. And talk us, uh, tell me that first time that you take, uh, took a leap and actually took action and uh, bought that first property. Because for my listeners out there, I mean, you did 20 deals in the first 18 months of your investing. Right. <laughs> you know, that is quite remarkable. So uh, t talk us about the first, uh, the first property, how you took action and how you scaled it up and, and uh, um, how that st started snowballing for you. Sure. And it, it very much was that. It's a good way to put it as it was a snowball because you might say it was um, uh, 20 in the first 18 months, but it didn't come on average. It was an average of about one a month, but it wasn't one every month. So the, the the way I started is I went to the local RIA and I just started uh, the, the real estate investing association in my, my area and I um, met some local uh, wholesalers. And so I found some deals through local wholesalers and bought a, a property. It was, it was, the property was $30,000. And then I got a private money lender to lend me the $30,000 and I put $10,000 into the property. 
and it, I still have that property and it rents for six fifty. Um, so it's a, you know, class C plus B minus it's a working class neighborhood. And, and in my area that, that you can actually buy properties that, that low, um, that aren't actually completely in the, uh, in, in, in the ghetto. Um, and so it, it was just a decent cash flowing property. And I learned a ton of, um, through it because I, intentionally bought it with the intent of refining um, my, the private money lender back out. And I learned all the mistakes about how to screen tenants. I, I self-managed that property. And uh, you know, that tenant brought me checks to, to my mailbox at my house, which is, you know, you just <laughs> a big no, no, don't ever do that. Um, and just, but the idea is that I took action and that, that was the important part of it. Whether or not I made a ton of money on it or not, wasn't really the point. The point was, is that I, I pulled the bandaid off and I, I broke free. I broke that threshold. And we, it's kind of thing is like um, with real estate investors, uh, it's like uh, the Pringles. Once you pop the lid and eat one potato chip, you, <laughs> you can't eat just one. You're going to eat the whole thing. And that's the way it started with me in real estate. And uh, what were some of the other lessons that you learned as you started to acquire more and more properties? What were some of the things that you were learning and how, how did your personal development and your mindset growth contribute to that, uh, uh, that growth? Oh, I love that question because it is a lot about um, mindset and then you take that mindset and you take, and then you use some mechanics on how to do it. So one of, well, the first mindset question I had is that, I realized that I was in the real world matrix. It's what I call this, um, this idea of like, you realize that you are now somebody else's human capital. And if you aren't working on your dream, then you're making somebody else's dream come true. And that just was not something that resonated with me anymore. So I wanted to build my own dream. I wanted to uh, launch my own freedom. And so one of the lessons that I learned as a, as a mechanical deal going through um, get finding properties and deals is that you really, if you're going to do it at scale, you need to figure out how to source your own deals. So if you're um, remote and you're just going to buy one to four properties over the next five, 10 years, buying that through a wholesaler or off the MLS is fine. But if you're going to uh, buy properties at scale and do enough to actually replace your, your income and you need 10, 20, 30 properties to do so, then you need to figure out ways to find deeper discounts by sourcing your own deals. And what I mean is don't pay a wholesaler their wholesale fee, go do what wholesalers do and find deals to begin with so that you can control the outcome of the property. And then I use a lot of the creative techniques. I don't always just use cash or uh, bank loans. I actually do a lot of uh, owner financing or buying subject to the existing property. So it's all the creative financing aspects where you can use other people's, other people's money in order to uh, grow your cash flow. And you stayed local, right, Paul? You stayed in the same, the same mm -hmm. area or is, have you looked since uh, to get out of state into different ones too? What's your, what's your strategy right now and where do you see it uh, developing? Sure. My, my current strategy is I am a single family um, investor and I, I like single family because it doesn't take a lot of effort to understand the dynamics of single family. It's a, we all need a place to live. We all need a place to call home. And it isn't difficult for somebody who's just getting started to understand what the dynamics of the, how to run the numbers or, I mean, we know what mortgages are. We know what people want in houses typically because we we've grown up in houses. Um, so I, I, that's where I like to go. And I just happen to be standing on an acres of an acre of diamonds. Um, I, I, there's no reason for me to go outside of my market. I would be stepping over deals to find deals outside of my market. So I always tell people, 
invest in what you understand first. And if you understand uh, mobile homes, then go into mobile homes. Or if you have some sort of insight into RV parks that uh, I don't, and that's something that you think has some possibility, then there you go. That's what you should be investing in. And for me, I didn't have any kind of inside knowledge. The closest thing I had was single family. And when you start understanding, understanding the dynamics of our populations everywhere, any major population center that has, um, a steady job environment and growing population, uh, housing is not keeping up with the demand. So that's why the, the market is so hot and there's always a demand for rentals. So I feel confident in the underlying economics that um, where I am, that there's going to be a demand for the product, which is my, my houses. So that's the reason I've chosen there. And I haven't needed to go outside of my market because I, I, I want to become an expert in my market so that I can find the insight. I use the inside knowledge. I always like real estate because um, insider trading is, is legal. Um, I like knowing, having the pulse of the market so I can find the opportunity. You're listening to Paul Thompson on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of your life in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything that you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You'll learn how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. You're listening to Paul Thompson on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and I'm back to our interview. And, you know, when you look at the, the pillars for success, um, some of the stuff that, uh, that I've learned is, is the planning and, and pre preparation, right? Not just planning, preparation, over planning, mm -hmm. but preparation uh, for whatever may, may come. Um, and then also uh, an accountability partner, social support and incentive and deadlines. What You speak a lot about your network and relationships and finding peer groups that are like-minded. Can you share uh, the importance of this on your journey and how it's helped you grow and scale. I mean, you knocked out 20 in the first 18 months and you just haven't st stopped. <laughs> you just continue and you've just added and added properties. Um, right. And that, uh, that doesn't happen when uh, alone on an island. So can you share a little bit about the importance that applied in your um, journey? Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because that is um, – fundamental to being in really any sort of business, but also especially in real estate, because what's really interesting about real estate is there's always a buyer and a seller. So you cannot do this business alone. I mean, you, 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 you can't, um, because you just never know who you're, who you're talking to might have, um, a property that, that they want to sell or a property that, yeah, um, you might want to sell to them depending on the circumstances. And I, 
am a big believer in surrounding yourself with, um, with, with people who are making you better. And so I started off by, I actually went to my local area and I went searching around for an existing real estate investor and I asked him to be my mentor. I said, I would exchange my time, money. I would do whatever it takes that, to, to help him be successful so that I could learn something. I wanted knowledge. I was willing to ch- exchange whatever I had of, of equivalent value to him. And what he did is he actually had me read some books and write him essays, as, as strange as it sounds. I had to write him handwritten essays. And I, I would mail these handwritten essays to him and then he would review them and say, okay, based on what you're saying here, I see where your mindset is. Um, I think you should go do this. And he would say, you um, go to this conference in Atlanta and learn about um, creative real estate because I think that's what you need. You need. And so I just kind of, he kind of hooked me into this kind of um, the, the, what I call the teacher's teacher's network of um, real state investors. These are not the, um, the national guru type people that, that uh, we, so many people are aware of. These are just these like seasoned old investors that not all are old, but they're, they're all seasoned. They've been doing it for 20, 30 plus years. And they're just full of wisdom. And that probably alone was the single thing that extended my, um, my knowledge base was being around and, and surrounding my people uh, or myself with people who were beyond where I currently was. And it's also people doing it, right? Still active and doing right. it. These aren't just teachers not doing anything. So, um, yeah, I mean, these are folks that, 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 that are actively involved in it. So, if you had to put together a checklist, you're in the single family uh, space, um, what kind of a checklist do you operate from and how do you screen deals uh, that come across your desk or that somebody shares with you uh, relatively quickly? Yeah, the the way I I look at a lot of deals and I definitely screen quickly. And for me, I'm looking for neighborhoods first. So I I want um, a a place in a neighborhood that I feel uh, I would not be afraid to be in and is going to attract a uh, a cooperative tenant. Um, I don't like to go into the um, the war zones or anything. Um, And for my area, that rental is $750 or higher. And for every other market, that will be a little bit different depending on the market dynamics. But for, for me, if somebody can't afford more than 750, the chances are that they are, um, they're lower income and um, the, the likelihood of them being a troublesome tenant is higher. There are certainly good people who, are, who pay less in rent, but that's just the way I f- feel that I can make my life simpler. And then I look for um, certain criteria. I, I want houses that are desirable. I want three bedroom houses. I want um, uh, at least a bathroom and a half. And as I get more experience, I, um, my, my criteria goes up. So m- n- maybe now I upgrade that to uh, two bathrooms and two car garage and at least a brick on one side. And if you get, as you get more experience, you go say, okay, now I want four sided brick and I want um, it to be built after 1978. So I have to deal with some of the um, EPA type issues. So your criteria becomes um, thinner and thinner. And so that's the reason I've slowed down purchasing properties because I don't need more cash flow. Now I'm looking for more of a capital appreciation play by buying property that cash flow today, but have the greater potential of uh, appreciating the future. Now, Paul, one uh, thing that I've observed from very successful investors and wealthy folks are that they're always studying new things. Uh, they're all, always learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying? What, uh, what new skill sets are you currently learning? 
Well, currently, right now, I am um, kind of. Uh, so what what I do is I like to think of building wealth as in is in pillars. And so for me, the foundation, the the, the original kind of central pillar is um, is cash flow based on real estate. And so what I want to do is I want to diversify my my income streams. And now that I have my, my foundation or the central pillar is that. Um, passive income from real estate. Now I want to diversify into other sources of income, which is for me, um, applying what I've learned in real estate and creating courses and doing coaching because I get a lot of people that come to me um, and they're asking us like, how did you do what you did? And I would start telling them and I would start helping them uh, for free at first. And then um, I had people say, well, I've got to pay you for what you just showed me. You showed me how to automate Podio and do this. And so I, you don't need to pay me for that. You know, that, that's fine. Um, and, and they would just say, no, I'm writing you a check right now. You just changed my life. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm onto something here. Um, and so that's kind of um, evolved into now that I have more free time, I don't have a day job anymore, that I, uh, I use that now to go on the speaking circuit. And so I'm trying to become a, um, a more effective speaker and connect with people's human psychology to figure out where they can overcome their, their challenges and fears. So I would say I'm becoming more of a, of a human psychologist and, and a coach now uh, and applying that to people's lives so that they can um, break. Because I, I, what I want to do is I want to uh, empower as many people to break free from the matrix and lead a life of their design where they create their life first and then they figure out a way to earn income around it and versus the other way around. Most people, we, are all, we, we, we follow the same advice and we go and get a job and then we try and fit our lives around our job. We don't have to do that anymore. The, the, the world has changed and we need to adapt. Right. And you bring up such a good point. Psychology just is, it's everything. I mean, it's 80%, right? Yes, it is. 20% is mechanics and tactical implementation and strategy and, and so forth. But it's so, so important in, in every aspect of how we approach our lives and then also the psychology of, uh, of investments. Yeah, I totally agree. We, um, we are, our educational system has failed most of us. We're just all so financially literate. We are not um, taught how to be business people or how to create, create um, extra sources of income. Um, we, we have this idea that we have to go, oh, we're trained to be order takers. That's what our educational system um, is making. And so it's really hard to branch out when you are fed this, this, um, well-intended advice in, in most cases, but it's the whole rich dad, poor dad thing. I mean, you know, just because you're educated does not mean that you, um, are a successful business person. Right. I, no, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, the education too, and the psychology plays into a lot too, because you're not exposed to any of that stuff from a business perspective or money or how money really works. Everything you know comes from Wall Street and banking and financial institutions and uh, their interests are not necessarily aligned to, uh, to what, what you want to accomplish and what you want to do. They want to keep you, as you call it, trapped in uh, this matrix. So um, it truly, really starts with understanding where you are, uh, how, how the, work really, the world really works, and, um, and begin and start to empower yourself through changing your mindset, your psychology, and truly uh, educating yourself and learning financial education. That's where it starts, isn't it, MC? You, you got to start with the education and get you, and get your mindset right. So then, that, so that when you see the mechanics, um, and someone explains to you how to run a cash flow analysis, then you understand what they're talking about and why it's relevant. Right.
Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? So I have this um, kind of a tongue-in-cheek philosophy that I uh, tell people to, that, that I lie every day. And that is an acronym I use that's, that's L-I-E. That, so when I lie down at night, I ask myself three questions. Did I L, learn something today? Always invest in yourself by trying to learn something more. And then two, invest. Did you um, plan, do something for the future? Did you um, in, invest in, in some sort of, did you invest or apply what you just learned? And then three, enrich and did I, did I make somebody else's life better today? So I, I try and always make that as my fundamental core philosophy is I, I lie every day, but I never tell a lie. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Paul, how can my uh, listeners learn more about you? How can they follow you and how can they stay involved of all of the projects that you're involved with uh, and uh, your speaking circuit? Sure thing. So, um, on my website at pauldavidthompson.com, uh, I have a, web, or a page just for listeners to Cashflow Ninja. That, and so, the, it's pauldavidthompson.com slash Cashflow Ninja. And I'll have a free giveaway for anybody who is a listener that goes to that website. And I'll give you away um, a, my uh, letter of intent that I send to um, everybody I talk to, I always try and teach as many people I can on, on uh, I'm trying to bring owner financing back, back to the world. And uh, it's uh, available to all of us, and, but, but we have to know how to ask. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Paul, and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. Thanks for having me, MC. It's been a pleasure. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja. Thank you for all your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44. I'm also posting daily videos on Facebook and YouTube and will live stream weekly starting May 2018. To make sure you don't miss any of the live streams, please like and subscribe to my Facebook and YouTube platforms. I'm also dropping content on Instagram daily. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to get in on the action. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. That's our show for today. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms.
This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.